Good morning. It is Tuesday, the first day of August in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today orienting ourselves in the presence of God, our risen Lord Jesus Christ, enthroned at the right hand of the majesty of God, in heaven. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. Lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. We're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is entitled, Love Always Has a Name. And our text is Romans 16, verses 3 through 16. Hear now the word of the Lord. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in Christ Jesus. They risked their lives for me. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them. Greet also the church that meets at their house. Greet my dear friend Eponidas who was the first convert to Christ in the province of Asia. Greet Mary, who worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews who have been in prison with me. They are outstanding among the apostles, and they were in Christ before I was. Greet Ampliatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend Stachys. Greet Apelles, whose fidelity to Christ has stood the test. Greet those who belong to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet those in the household of Narcissus who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, those women who work hard in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Persis, another woman who has worked very hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who has been a mother to me, too. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the other brothers and sisters with them. Greet Philoglegus, <laughs> Julia. Nerus and his sister, and Olympus and all the Lord's people who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. That's the word of the Lord, and I thought I was going to make it. We made it. Now consider this. I'll be honest, in my old way of reading the Bible for most of my Bible reading life, I didn't really read chapters like this. I took what I call the Old Testament genealogy approach. I skimmed it. 
which is another way of saying I skipped it. I mean, beyond being a marvelous authenticator of the historicity of the ancient document, what's the point of me knowing about people with names like Asyncretus, Phlegm, Philogulus, Tryphena, and Tryphosa? Phlegm, I mean, what an unfortunate name. And then I think about the little church I now pastor, and names like Tricia, Seth, Laura Beth, Thelma, and Drew. Love always has a name. Asyncretus, Phlegm, Philogulus, Tryphena, and Tryphosa. Yes, they are now Tricia, Seth, Laura Beth, Thelma, and Drew. From the 1st century to the 21st century, the nets of our local churches come down to the knots and the names, don't they? No names, no knots. No knots, no nets. Now, because there's a good chance you skipped over the text today, please go back and read it now and slowly. For effect. Chapter 16 of Romans tells us Paul was good with names, not like a smooth politician, but like a person who loved people. Love always has a name. And speaking of names, I've got a bone to pick with many of you. Those of you who regularly say, I'm not good with names. It's just another way of saying, your name does not really matter to me, which is shorthand for, you really aren't that important to me. Why not just say, I'm bad with people? Sure, we all forget names, especially of new people we meet. We don't need more gimmicks to help us remember, though there are worse things. What we need is more love. I'm not particularly good with remembering names either. Most of us aren't. But you will never hear those words come out of my mouth. I learned a saying a long time ago from one of my early mentors, whose death preceded my birth. A person's name is to them the sweetest sound in any language. That's Dale Carnegie. A person's name is to them the sweetest sound in any language. Imagine how their faces lit up as they heard their name read aloud by Phoebe, even Phlegm. Maybe I'm beyond the scope of the text now, but have you noticed how many people wear name tags these days in our everyday working world? from drive through windows to grocery store workers to call center employees who always begin by telling you their name. How about we start calling their names with respect and even affection? Did you notice the word that is used 17 times in today's 14 verses in this 16th chapter? It's greet. How about this? Anytime we see someone with a name tag, let's greet them by name. 
It's one of the little ways of the love of Jesus, making much of other people, celebrating them by speaking their name. What if it's the first sound of awakening to them? So how about that? The most seemingly irrelevant and formerly skipped over chapter in the book turns out to hold the most practical implication and application ever. Love always has a name. The Prayer Abba Father, thank you for knowing us by name, for knowing me by name. Thank you that my name is written in your book. Would you wake me up to this simple act of love, which does require effort, of knowing and greeting people by name, of risking mistake with new names, of trying again and again until I get it? And let it not be about me, but about them. I want to be better at loving people. With the Holy Spirit helping me, I'm going to get good at name. Praying now in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, how are you getting better at loving people, at remembering and knowing their names? Will you try the name tag experiment, greeting everyone you see today with a name tag by calling their name? Let me know what happens. And have you ever thought about how much Jesus must love hearing you say his name, especially when you're talking to him? The hymn today, we're going to sing, There is a name I love to hear. I think we know it as, Oh, how I love Jesus. I am looking it up in my seedbed hymnal right now. It is number 153. 153, oh, how I love Jesus. There is a name I love to hear. We're going to sing all five verses. Are you ready? Let's go up tempo. There is a name I love to hear, I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. It tells me of a Savior's love who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. It tells of one whose loving heart can feel my deepest woe, who in each sorrow bears a part that none can bear below. Oh, how I love Jesus! 
Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. It bids my trembling heart rejoice, it dries each rising tear. It tells me in a still small voice to trust and never fear. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. Jesus, the name I love so well, the name I love to hear. No saint on earth its worth can tell, no heart conceive how dear. Oh, how I love Jesus! Oh, how I love Jesus! Oh, how I love Jesus! Because he first loved me. Man, that's such a great song. And uh, thanks for singing it with me. That's a good way to get Tuesday going. Here's a quick P.S. Speaking of names, I have a wake-up call Axe Journal with your name on it. Come on. Seed Nation, Sowers for a Great Awakening. I'd love for you to claim it today. There's a link in the email. I want you to have a copy of this journal as we're getting ready for Acts. Today's the first. That's going to begin on the 14th. And I want you to have it ready to go. I'm going to be referencing it and calling on you to engage with it as we're moving through that Acts series. I meant to tell you yesterday about a book that was written by Carolyn Moore. You know, when we started Seabed, the uh, first two authors that we called on were women, Carolyn Moore and Sandra Richter. And both of them have become rock stars in our world. Um, an enormous gift to the church. And there was a book by Carolyn that we published through our Zondervan partnership called When Women Lead. And I wanted to commend it to you. And if you will uh, look back at yesterday's email, I'm going to put a discount code. I want to give you a discount on that book this week only. I'm going to go big here, okay? Use the code JDW50. We want to give it to you at half price. So JDW50, When Women Lead. You can find it on the Seedbed website. That discount's just for you, friends. They're going to kill me if that gets out. Anyway, I'm... Uh, I want you to have it. Uh, it's, it's just so important. It's important for us, but guys, it's really important for our, for our daughters and our sons to understand um, a, a biblical view of 
of gender and of the relationship between men and women and how we live and work together in the church and a lot to learn there. Well, that's going to be a wrap today. We're going to send you out to the field, grab the seed. I'll be sowing in Charleston, and I'll be looking for you out on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.